So I also want to greet those who are connecting with us uh, via the streaming service. And uh, I trust that the Lord will speak to us and, and uh, give us light so that we may be freed today again. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Turn to our scripture without a waste of time. So, since I don't trust uh, uh, the load shading thing, so, so um, I'm, I'm just gonna uh, go quickly. is actually in Matthew chapter 5 but I want us to read Galatians for the subject and we will make reference to what Jesus was teaching in, in, in Matthew chapter 5 with the Beatitudes in the in the book of in the book Amen We love the Lord saints Amen. The book of Galatians chapter 1, Paul was confronted here with something. Amen. Amen. Let's start from verse 6. Paul says here, I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ into another gospel. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you. And would pervert the gospel of Christ. Amen. So they don't have the gospel. They, they use the gospel of Christ. And they pervert it. 
And uh, it tastes good. And yet, it's poisonous. Amen. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Alright. Do we agree with that, Saints? <laughs> Paul says the gospel that he have received. So what if you have received already that one that has been perverted? And I come with truth. You understand that? But then we will, we will sort that out. Is that he be a case? For do I now persuade man or God or do I seek to please man? For if I yet please man, I should not be the servant of Christ. Uh, but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For neither received it, neither for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Can we be seated, saints? Our message today, the Holy Spirit seeks to deliver the people who seem to be chained and it's unfortunate a perverted gospel or error in teachings seem to be the reason why people are chained Amen, saints. So we have to have a resolve. 
Because it's painful to look at somebody who claimed to be saved by Christ and yet bound and not free. Paul speaks in the book of Romans. He said we did not receive a spirit of fear we are no longer in bondage to fear but the spirit we have received it is the spirit of Christ the spirit of love and a sound mind but it's unfortunate if you can miss to receive God's or Christ's spirit you would not receive your freedom and, and, and mind you the spirit of Christ would be released to you by a doctrine of Christ in you. In fact, that word that has been understood by you received in your heart, it is the word of whom the Holy Spirit comes upon. You can't receive the Holy Spirit if you did not receive the word that was cut for your time so god has provided for each and every season a message and with that message the entire bible is open to you. Now we have a problem by thinking that God just do things. Now we have theologians and philosophers they have all learned and I respect their education but the word of God or the revelation of Jesus Christ does not come through theology no philosophy no philosophy it has to come by an encounter with the Holy Spirit and now it is not the Holy Spirit that we claim in church we talk about the person of the Holy Spirit the angel of the Lord Jesus Christ now we need to understand how important this is for an example in many cults, the 
is a certain doctrine that they are they uphold. I can make an example with Seven Days Adventists. They they are strong. Uh, foundation is a Sabbath day. And it's unfortunate that their Sabbath day is based on Gregorian calendar or many counts of days. And they believe it so much so that they believe that Saturday in the uh, Roman calendar it is the day that is correct to observe. And so that many people are bound in this wrong teaching. And you understand they will have a way with it. Because they can pack up this particular doctrine and teaching. With all the music and all the preparations. Taking all their theologians to school and so forth. So that they understand the teaching. It's unfortunate they taking them to university. To learn wrong teaching. To learn error. Now understand that this person has been taught. Been taken to university. And then this thing has been inculcated into this man. So that this man sees nothing but this. Now you understand how this person is bound by their wrong teaching. Nothing outside of this teaching will he believe. Because as long as he observes Saturday, he believes I got it with the Lord. It's unfortunate they believe that Saturday it is the mark of God. They believe that the beast is going to deal uh, to deal with the people uh, or persecute the people who uphold Saturday. Can you imagine? And they so much believe that this teaching is actually Keeping them right in their own perspective. Many people are bound, they are in chains by this thing. As long as Saturday is kept, then they are okay. And the rest of other laws is nothing. They will tell you, even if you keep the rest and you break Saturday, you have actually broken the rest. But they want to keep Saturday and break the rest. Hmm. 
When you bring revelation of Jesus Christ, they are blinded by this error. They can't see a way a way out. Chained by the wrong teachings. They are in this thing so that the gospel can save them. Because all they can do is to feel bad if they did not keep Sabbath. Actually, Saturday. Because they call Saturday in Roman calendar a Sabbath. It's terrible. Man. It's terrible. Because Mind you, when God found them in Egypt, He corrected the errors of Egypt that was inculcated in His people so that the people of God may know time according to God. Can you imagine? I'm making an example with this one. So that my beloved friends and learned friends may actually really find salvation. It's unfortunate. They are great and they are great uh, 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 theologians in this cult are hiding truth to them. Amen. They only want is to, to pro prolong, to ensure that their cult but, exist. When God spoke to Moses, while they were still observing the, Rome, uh, the, the, the Egyptian calendar, at the time, God stopped in the middle of the year and told them that today is your first day. It's the first, month, first day of the month, the first day of the year, today. When God said that, God was not arrogant. He was not trying to prove a point. No, God was restoring truth. Because remember when God brought seasons, days, years, and so forth, it was based on a specific way to calculate and count. Now, when you go to the book of Genesis, he tells us the sun and the moon and the stars, they are kept there for seasons, for days, for years, and so forth. So the moon was now a means to record time. So when God said this is the first day, it was because the moon said so. Now, every day of a year, if your birthday was in the third month, of that year, every month, every year, your birthday will be in the third month on Tuesday of the first week of that year. 
That's when we were born. It won't change next year. According to the calendar that God gave the people. Are you seeing that now? It didn't change. They had seven feasts. Those feasts was always at the same time every year. It did not change the times or the days of the week. That's why calculating it was calculating it was actually easy and proper. So you tell me. Your birthday was was Friday when you were born. So, how many days that was not Friday that you actually in, in celebrated your birthday? So, how is it that you are born on Friday and your birthday is changed to Tuesday? So tell me then, seven days Adventist, which, which Saturday is actually Sabbath? Now the people are bound in this thing because they have scriptures to try to back up their thoughts. And these people, guilt is holding them to this thing. That's why the gospel is come to break the curse. Of a guilty conscience that has been produced by wrong teaching. Are you getting that? Say, to be taught wrong is dangerous because you are going to believe wrong. And there, and then when you do, when you are now bound and kept under a guilt, or maybe when you break that particular wrong gospel, there is nothing that can free you out of that thing. Because it does not have a means to take you out. You don't understand? No, my goodness. There is nothing that can take you out. When you come to Jesus and it happens that you fall, I tell you Jesus who told you not to fall will bring you up. Amen. Peter says, Jesus, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus has come. And Peter started walking on the water. But as he began to walk, fear of certain circumstances catches her, catches him up. As he begins to drown, he says, Lord, help me. Jesus came to Peter. Who said, Peter, come? When Jesus calls you, if you fall, he will come for you. To bring you up. Oh my goodness. Lord, help us. So, Lord, the Lord 
begin to restore things through the ministry of the first exodus in the second exodus the lord again he comes here finding people who now turned the gospel that Moses preached into wrong teachings. They have now turned it into another gospel. They have now perverted the gospel Jesus preached in Moses. So, had they known that Jesus was actually the one who gave the law. Now he comes to fulfill it. They would have received him as the lawgiver and the fulfiller of his own law. Yet they didn't see it. That's why Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. He begins to bring people. Into a spiritual sphere. A spiritual healer. Because these people. In order for them to receive the message. They needed to come up here. The scripture says Jesus saw the multitude at the mountain and he started to preach. And his disciples came uh, 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 around him as he began to preach the gospel. And Jesus, preaching the gospel, he began to speak things that all the teachers of the day has never said. It was all about the do's and don'ts and the condemnation. The same laws that were teaching people they could not withhold. And yet they looked better than the rest. That's why when they fasted, everybody knew that they were fasting. As they walk on the street, that this person is fasting. When they give, everybody knows because they made noise about it. I gave better than anybody. These people. They held the scrolls. They had the Tanakh in their hands. They, was read, they were reading the scriptures. To the people at the time. But what they were preaching. What they were teaching. It was no longer what Jesus said in Moses. It was what they have now brought by philosophy and theology. That's why Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 when people are spiritual he brought them into the spiritual sphere. Come up hither. These people spend three days without eating. When Jesus was giving them blessed, blessed, blessed. So now Jesus had to actually take what has been put into them. Now is the exam time. He has to mark it right or wrong. 
That's why Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 He is restoring truth And he says to the people Ye have heard it has been said Let's take us to Matthew chapter 5 verse 20, uh, verse 20 21 my brother I want to read that phrase Ye have heard it has been said of old I want you to understand these people has been saying they were supposed to be reading they were supposed to teach people properly but then that gospel which was supposed to free them and make them peculiar from other nations chained them into guilt and Jesus came to deliver them from the soul of a guilty conscience. Guilty conscience is terrible. Because it oppresses you. It is like an, something that takes from you. That eats you inside. Whenever you try to smile, when it comes, all your smile fades away. When you are happy, it takes your happiness away. Because when you think of it, you feel terrible. You are condemned. You have no freedom. That's what it do to you. That's a guilty conscience. You have, you have heard that it was said by them of old. Let me just read it. Let me read it. Maybe two verses and so forth. Uh, Thou shalt not kill. Is it not what was, what was, was said to Moses by God? But Jesus is saying it was said of them of old time. There's a reason why. Because what they said to them is what not Moses, it's, it's not what Moses said. That's why Paul says, not that there's another, but they have perverted the one we have. Now look at this now. He says, now shall not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. Can you go read it? From what God said. Did the scripture really Go on, my brother. Let's read another verse. But I say unto you, listen to what Jesus said. He's not saying it is written. He says, But I say unto you, the word. Does not have to quote the way. It just have to correct the error. Because it is already the way. I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. There are many people that are. <laughs> Are really in danger of judgment. Oh, no, 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 no. Who are angry 
at me for no cause. Especially ministers. Bring all their wives who are liars. They've been telling lies all over. My name. That's why you are paying for it because the scripture is not making you up. I believe you, but this verse is coming for you. I was just wondering, oh, these people, I don't care what they say, but, 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 but they get in danger. My sister, whatever you said about my name, confess to your church, you don't have to come to me. Tell the church that you lied. Actually, you lied to some few pastors. Call them together. The meeting that you have, I have another meeting to confess the nonsense you have been saying. Things will be the things will be resolved. Otherwise, the things you accuse me for, they are now eating you up in your own home. All in the message. You check them all in the message. I can call them by names. If I want now, I can call them by names. You know I can call them by names. So they thought I'm saving me. No, I don't have time for me. This is the gospel of Christ. To save them that are lost. I didn't call myself. The Lord made sure I'm doing this. That's why he ensures that he gives me a mountain of bread of life. A great revelation to feed these people. To be in the in condition. Immune. So, and they know. You know what they say when they gossip? You know what? This man of God is gifted. He is gifted. You can see he has, he has a gift. But there's no buts. So now what they say, what they say I did. Now they what they say I did. Now they do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You tell me that someone not even mapped more. How can you tell me that someone not even mapped more? Kini na na jorobal. How can you not even mapped more? Kini na na jorobal. How can you not even mapped more? Kini na na jorobal. How can you not even mapped more? Kini na na jorobal. How can you not even mapped more? Kini na na jorobal. How can you not even mapped more? Kini na na jorobal. How can you not even mapped The scripture will catch you, my brother. Never, never. Even if your brother can fall into something, you should never laugh. You should know he's your brother. I'll never, I'll never condemn somebody because somebody falls into a mistake or did something wrong, whatever the case is. No. When you preach error, I'm not going to stop. I'm coming for you. Because I know he's the devil. But when you fall into something, I will, I will fall with you by praying for you to bring you out. I'm sure I can tell you about it. 
So most of them they can't preach unless they listen to the message we preach. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Understand that? Amen. 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 Jesus is giving you a perspective of what has been said before. He says to them, they have been teaching you wrong. Do you know that which they said has brought many into bondage? <laughs> People who don't understand. Do you understand when they told you that when you do this, you are actually in the wrong? Through cultism. Or wrong teachings. That thing has an overbearing weight on you. Because you can't free yourself from it. Because now you are under this particular spell. Can you imagine we were told that when we, <coughs> we have mainly human designs. Mainly. Then you have lost. Do you understand how many times I pray every morning? And say, God, I have sinned. And I tell you, however much I pray, tomorrow it happened again. Or every day, there has never been a day it didn't happen. I fasted over it, but it kept happening. Why? It's natural. God wants me to be like that. Otherwise, if it does not happen, I'm sick. Until I realize these people, I've been thinking all of my life as a youth, most of my life. I am just a sinner of, filled with lust. When I don't, I didn't even have lust. It was not even lust, it was just nature. Those people cannot separate desire and lust. And think of it, you would be so, so good and, and helped by the Holy Spirit to have self-control. When you see women outside, you just look the other way. Naked women, I'm saying. And you are not involved with all kind of things. Yet they Something that has to happen in the morning. I tell myself, the Lord, this thing is going to happen tomorrow in the name of Jesus Christ. And I tell you, it will be the very thing that wakes me up in the morning. Because an old man who has no understanding of scripture told me that I'm having lust. 
And this thing is binding me. In every victory I have, a guilty conscience is telling me, don't forget that in the morning, the last will be back. What's the wrong teaching? It's terrible. It will go. <coughs> Think of it. All every morning. You wake up three o'clock to pray. And you pray. In tongues. You pray. Every way. In the spirit. I remember myself the other day. I was even crying. Crying, praying, and say the Holy Spirit. Today is the day that I overcome this thing. About five o'clock, I slept. And the alarm woke us, woke us up at school, at, at the hostel at school. To go for breakfast. Guess what? Back to sin again. After such a prayer, you have no clue that the Holy Spirit was so strong in the room that I believed there's no way that thing will ever happen. Because the, mo the, 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 the way the Holy Spirit was, was touching the entire hostel, those devil worshippers, they left. They, they didn't even come to the breakfast. That prayer write them down. But I tell you, the alarm when the alarm rang and I wake up, here I am back into this thing. Oh Lord, how can I overcome this? I told myself, at least I have only one problem. And it's this one. I got right, I got the rest right. But do you know one thing? Because of the guilt of that thing, my victory was affected. There was a time when I said, So what? I tried. I am a soma, soma, go and fall. And I went outside. And there came a, a beautiful yellow bone lady. And I said, I'm going. When I approached her, I greeted her. My greetings was a problem. And she asked me, are you a Pentecostal? Are you a born again? And I said, God bless you. And went back. That is a spell.
That's what happened to Peter Mandela. You speak like that. No. No. You church. You understand? My heart is sore, saints. I dealt with some people, and I took people counsel. And the Holy Spirit said, "You have to address this matter." There are a lot of people in your church. Some are still believing things we don't teach, and these things are binding them, and they live with guilt. You cannot exercise victory when you live in guilt. Guilt is so terrible. It holds you down. You realize that the reason why in the Old Testament they had what we call the waters of separation. It is so that they, it can deal with guilt. That was the reason why the waters of separation, the ashes of, of the red heifer, was to deal with guilt so that it separates you from your guilt. It cleanses you. When you, when, when, when you, you have gone through that, you know I am cleansed. Now what do we have, saints, to bring to people of God that, hey, hey, you are freed. Christ has already freed you from these things. This thing has no power. It has no web base. So it is just a wrong teaching. They taught you wrong. So when you're supposed to be an an overcomer, you deal with guilt of something that is not even it. You are in a spell of guilt. Like Paul said to the Galatians, who bewitched you? Oh foolish Galatians. Stupid Galatians, who bewitched you? You know, I read a scripture today. <laughs> you never believe. I was reading the scripture. <gasps> Just put it back, back, back on, brother. Put it back on. The very same verse that you put it, put it back on. You see? He says, all foolish Galatians. Go back to Matthew. That, that's the verse that we were reading. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you something. I want you to see how God can free you. Because you need to understand what Jesus is saying. So just go to another verse. Whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be danger of hellfire. Did you see that? Yeah. Is Paul <laughs> danger of hellfire? No, Do you see, if you don't understand this verse, sure. what guilt will it actually put you in? Oh my goodness. Oh my. Because while I was studying this verse, I remember. <laughs> The many fools that I actually said. <laughs> the spell came upon me. Goodness. And then the Holy Spirit referred me quickly to the Galatians. 
And I remember Paul said, thou stupid Galatians, foolish Galatians. And I said, Lord Jesus, I preach what Paul preached. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, sir. So now what are you going to say about this? Press the weight racker. We have to show people here. I'm trying to show you somebody can teach you wrong and put you under a spell. When the people, when, the, when Paul says who bewitched you, it's because people were put under a spell by teaching. A particular teaching that actually oppresses you, it actually requires you to perform for God. So that now it is no longer what he has done, it is your performance towards him. Now look at this. How many times in Zilek Badabana Tisha? Empty head man. Senseless. That is what worthless person. I want to say somebody is worthless. That's Raka. Check what the scripture said. What is it? When you do that, what? Check what Jesus said. Whosoever shall say to his brother Raka shall be in danger of what? A council is awaiting you. Do you understand what we're talking about, saints? So what will you do? He said, don't do it, and you did it. When you realize he said, don't do it, you feel so bad. But it cannot put you under a spell. Because it is also written, blessed is the man in whom the Lord does not impute sin. <laughs> oh, blessed be his holy name. I'm making, I made examples with things. <laughs> Can you imagine? Many people, when the lightning comes, or they make a mistake, a certain thing, maybe say, they will, you will see them do this. They believed it's a prayer. What is he saying? They, they, but I keep on trust, Papa. But they say it's a cross. I don't know which cross. They do this. Who taught them to do that? So that when the people are to be baptized, they must be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. When you tell them, hey, that's not the right baptism. They do not believe you. Because that wrong teaching chained them. You are chained by what is written in scripture. When the scripture is brought to you that it is also written, it cannot help you. Because what we have been taught is the wrong teaching. There 
is no apostle who baptized in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And there is no man in scripture who is baptized that way. So where do you get it? Now everybody has the access to read the Bible and therefore that's the reason why. But when you read what Jesus said, Jesus said baptized in the name. So if we need a name, we have to find out what is the name of the Father. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. But to be exact, it should not be only the name of the Father. It should be the name of the Son also. Hallelujah. Amen. And it cannot also be the Father and the Son's name only. It must be the name of the Holy Spirit also. Amen. So if you find the name, then therefore you use the name because Amen. that's what he says we must Amen. baptize with. Amen. So how do we get it right to baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, Holy In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And all people are baptized in church by a man who is just actually sprinkling water on people and doing this. Oh my goodness, help me God. People are chained and they call it a breast church. Sure. I'm born in this church. How can the church be a breast church? You tell me what's going on here. They are loyal to wrong teachings. Loyal to error. And then by error, no one can receive the Holy Ghost. So you will never be free as long as you are under error. They teach you hermeneutics so that you can bridge the gaps. The first gap that we must bridge is self. Is the ability to preach. The ability to teach. That is the, gap, the first gap you must bridge. So that the Holy Spirit is able to use you. Instead of trying to perform for him. It's many ministers on pulpit performing for the, for the Holy Spirit. Many church members are out there performing for the Holy Spirit. They never give him a chance to, be the, to express himself through them. As a result, they are, they are held by these wrong teachings. When, now, when you now falter that wrong teaching, nothing takes you out of it. Nothing delivers you from it. You live under guilt the rest of your life until the gospel of Jesus Christ. Comes in contact with you again. What are we talking about here? Guilt is terrible. Think of it. You are just a girl. Maybe you have been raped, or you are not. You didn't. We are, we are not raped, but somehow because you were loose, with no teaching, you find yourself. Having been pregnant, you are stressed, you are disappointed, you are ashamed of yourself. You decide, I'm going to do abortion. You are under stress, and then it pushes you to, to terminate. They call it termination. It's termination of what? It's abortion. When you say terminate, it looks nice. Let me just tell you. After the girl committed that, 
then the guilt comes. What have I done? What is this that I have done? Now your wrong teaching, that particular gospel that is perverted is incapable of helping you out of the condition. Because it's the most, it is the most worst thing you have ever done according to them. That's why when I come to you and say, the Lord say, even if your sins are as red as scarlet, but I shall wash you, you shall be white as snow. That gospel, good news, cannot do anything to you. You still feel, oh my, I, I'm still bad. I'm bad. What, what I have done is terrible. That's what you think. Because they told you, this is the worst thing a man can do. God will never forgive you for that. Because somebody said, you have done many things, but this one I'm not going to forgive you for. You think that God is incapable of forgiving you. Guilt has kept you. Because nobody taught you better. All you have is a wrong teaching. You have heard it has been said of old times. You have not know, you do not know what the message of the hour is saying to you. Because the message of the hour will say, but I say. Amen. Hallelujah. But I say. Amen. But I knew what I was doing. I did it knowing that it is wrong. If you knew it was wrong and you did it, you couldn't have done it if you have a proper knowledge. Amen. The, the, the fact that you did it is because you, 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 you didn't have any good knowledge about this matter. Now the message comes and say, but I say, blessed is the man in whom the Lord does not impute sin. Oh, hallelujah. Think of it, sister. If God hated you so much just because you have aborted, think of it, and God can't forgive you for that because it's the worst thing you can do. Think about it. And God let you live knowing you before you were born. Why did he let, why would he let you live to do this terrible thing that he cannot forgive? Think of it. There were many sperms that went for that egg. God picked you up out of the millions of sperms so that you live and come to do it and experience what forgiveness is. So that you know what is it, the love of God. And guilt will tell you, this one is the most terrible one. I have now done the worst thing. I tell you, there are many ladies who are living under that spell. They think there is nothing that will ever be right about them. Many have turned into prostitution. Some committed suicide. Some went for the worst. They gave their lives for nobody. The nobodies. Why? Because they thought we have done so bad. 
that we will never come right. Who gave the law? Who are we? Who are we uh, coming short of? Who is this person that, that we should feel guilty uh, of offending? David says after killing Uriah uh, and after taking Uriah's wife, he says, Lord, only unto you have I sinned. Only unto you have I sinned. Because David knew that what he has done, no man can forgive him for. No man will forgive him for. Many of people are still justifying them by David today. They still think they are better than David. They have no clue that blessed is the man whom, whom, of whom the Lord does not impute sin. Whose iniquities are forgiven. Glory to God. You have to understand there's a reason why. The scripture says the word of the Lord is quick. We'll not talk about that. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord is quick. Before the devil, <laughs> hallelujah, thinks of, of putting pressure on you. So that you may commit this sin, sister. The word of the Lord is quick. Amen. It saved you before you did it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. It saved you. You were saved. What does it mean to say it's quick? There's no space between thought and wait. There's no time life between them. So, to the word, thought and speaking is the same. Amen. Thought and word is the same. Amen. When God thought it, He didn't say it, it is. Praise God. So, how quick it is that uh, the devil is traveling in time. <laughs> and the Lord's word is quick. You were saved already. Amen. My brother, what did you do? That you are even afraid to say. There are certain things that are now a burden to you just because you are a Christian. You think this thing is too much. That's why you have unresolved issues. You come to the pulpit every time to pay offering and tithe and go back. But there's no blessing behind it. Because there are unresolved issues behind you. Yes, it's issues that you have. And those issues are guilt upon you. It's a guilt. It's a spirit of guilt that's upon you. It's oppressing you. You can't find freedom. You can't be free. Christ came to free you from the soul of a guilty conscience. That curse that is upon you of guilt. Christ came to break it. He broke it and his word can be spoken again and say, Be free. They shall know the truth and the truth will make them free. It must be the gospel that makes you free. Amen. I tell you, no man can say something better. Oh, hallelujah. But the problem is one, when you tell them and give them a scripture, they can't take it. Because they are taught the scripture means nothing. It has to be somebody, a prophet, that come and prophesy something. Oh. When you tell them the scripture, say you are free. Listen to the scripture. It is truth. Truth will set you, will make you free. Thank you, Jesus. They are taught that the word is nothing. They separating God and the weight. It's unfortunate God is his weight. 
If you want to know God in a written form, here is God in a written form. So if somebody wants you to respect God and never obey his word, that same person has told you to cast the God that you are trying to, to respect. Amen. You need to understand that the word of God is truth. It is quick. It is the word that is sent to save you. Sister, you did it so hard. You have been praying over this over and over. You even told yourself you will go to the grave with this thing. This one I'm going to the grave with it. Don't go to your grave with unconfessed sin, my sister, my brother. It's time to come out of this situation. Amen. It's time to understand that you cannot be in the spell of wrong teaching. The guilt it has brought upon you tells you that Jesus' blood is incapable of releasing you. Oh, hallelujah. The trumpet of Jubilee sounded. And he said it is finished. And when he said it is finished, it is unto you, sister, to throw away the master's object and go into, run into free, into your freedom. Hasten, hasten, brother, to your rescue. Master is calling, hasten to your rescue. Hasten. Speak, my Lord. Tell the Lord to speak. Oh my, speak and you will answer and go as he directs you. It's terrible. It's just what you did. The scripture says the two, the twins, before either doing right or wrong, bad or good, before anybody had no action, the Lord said, I love Jacob. And I hate Esau. There is nothing you would do to impress God. And there is nothing you can do to offend God. The act of grace is greater, sister. That's what we're talking about when we talk about grace. Stop, oh my, justifying your evil with grace. Understand what grace means. It means blessed is the man in whom the Lord does not impute sin. Hallelujah. whose iniquities are forgiven it is the Lord's doing it has always been the Lord's doing it is not our doing we can't perform for the Holy Ghost so now you are now turned into a slave of a church because you are trying to do everything to impress the pastor so that the pastor can pray for you to go to heaven. Oh, my brother, Jesus said, it is finished. Amen. And it was all over. Everything you have done and everything you are going to do has always been counted. And the word, it is finished. When God came down and broke the curse of a guilty conscience. The word of God, the scripture says, is the waters of separation. That is the only thing that can remove you from guilt, sister. It is the word. I'm so worried about people who hate the word so much. Oh they hate this church because we preach too much. They love churches where they sing too much and they are motivated 
by all these pastors and pastors' wives and so forth. They say, You are a hero of a church, not of Christ. And I tell you, my hero is Jesus Christ. Amen. He came down to break the spell of a wrong teaching that caused me to live on the guilt. I am guiltless as I stand here because I know. Whether I'm right or wrong, when Jesus, when Jesus says go to hell, I have no choice but to go. It is not my right or my wrongs that takes me to heaven or to hell. It is the grace of Christ that saves me. His decision that he has made before the foundation of the world. What is he doing? He is calling you out of that spell, sister. My brother is calling you out. All them drugs that we're selling and buying and doing all these kind of things. I can't believe I was involved in a robbery, bank robbery. You know, when uh, the police were shooting uh, somewhere there, I was there in the bank robbery and we were there uh, raping this lady. And the brothers were much seen. You can so much see when you talk about that. This particular person is ignited. Because now you seem to be talking about the demon that torments him. It's guilt. It's guilt, my brother. It's guilt that is holding you. You know you change names. Your names you agree. It's not your real names. You, you, you. You ran away from jail, you are a fugitive, you are wanted. And we are still saying, brother, so and so, brother, so and so here. It's time to come out, my brother. It's time to come out, my sister. Jesus' blood never loses his power. Amen. You must believe me on that. Now, the waters of separation is his true way, the truth, that makes you free. It separates you from guilt. So you are happy. I don't know why this, these people, they like, you know, we are living in time where people are talking, you know, and, and, and they talk these philosophies and they, they, they talk in philosophies. And people are so excited with these philosophies. That's why anybody will just go down today. Well, do you know when you have this and this, this, and you must know this is, if the people do this to you, you must leave the people alone. Those are kind of messages that are trending and the pastors are preaching those nonsense on pulpits. It will never free nobody. If you need to be free from the soul of a guilty conscience, you need the waters of separation. Amen. And the waters of separation, the red heifer, is a message of the hour. Amen. It is the message of the hour. It will take you out of hell, my sister, just like it took me out of hell. The other day I was remembering the other time when we had uh, I, was, I was still young and then the, the other lady came and stole our things and then we were beating this lady with the, with the, with the things here. The, uh, look, I want to scan again. Hmm? The, a thorny, a thorny uh, wood. When I thought about it, I felt terrible. The lady didn't die, don't worry. They caught us before we can do anything much terrible. 
Here am I, I'm preaching. That thing when I think about it. That's not knowing. So do you think I should live under that? How will I help myself if I live under the story that I took a thorny thing to hit somebody with it? Just for a strip shed. You know those times of strip shed? Just for strip shed, the 80s. We were still young. 89, somewhere there. Strip shed. They don't know strip shed. Can you imagine you, you You tell yourself, I did something terrible. Uh, what is terrible that you did? That the Lord cannot deal with. Bring it to me. And I tell you today, the Lord has come to date, saints. Oh man, if you have a terrible thing, you think it is terrible and nobody can forgive you for, you are a good candidate for the gospel today. Because the gospel is seeking a person like me and you. He took me out of hell. Took me out of hell. Nzoro Pulisic. Obotwa, Obotwa ntoka aruwe na tsweni ka aruwe. Then you begin to realize I am a terrible person. Until the message calls you to a place higher. Come up here. So that you are not affected by this kind of things. We'll talk about that on Sunday. But I want to tell you today. He came to break that curse. You can't live under it. Amen. You can't live no longer under it. Oh, Lord of wrong teachings here has actually kept people under a serious spell. They are bewitched, they can't be free. We were talking when we were uh, at the Shabalala's uh, uh, place and then and then one of the uh, the brother there was stealing their children, uh, uh, their daughters, uh, was stealing, well, was stealing their, uh, uh, his daughters that they must come and serve under my ministry. And this other one said, I have my church. I knew that the poor girl was already proselyted. So nobody can just say, I have my church. Because you don't know what have your father seen to actually suggest that you, for the first time, your father is not a church person. But then, for the first time, your father wants you to, 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 to kind of attend the church. And then you, you, you say, I have my church. When he told me where he attends, then I knew the poor child is chained. Man is dangerous. Because man gives people men. So that you are loyalty. Your loyalty is to man. It's not to Christ, the world. P. 
people of God is terrible. As a young man who's about to be married, and, and then he's coming to me for some counseling. Can you imagine a wrong teaching how terrible it is? The poor young man thinks that he has got a serious trouble of lust and, and God must help him from it. And now he calls me and says, okay, I'll pray about it and then you come. I normally will pray for those things before I meet them people. And the Holy Spirit tells me the man does not have that. The man has no lust at all. The man has overcome the lust. Now, when he begins to explain what he means, it is a teaching they are taught at church. I tell a man, what is wrong with you? What would I say to you, man? Well, you tell me, oh, Pastor, you know what? The time, even if the sister would tell me, oh, the time is, is, is going so slow, man. <laughs> this time is going slow. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> she said that. The time, this time is just. And it was just two weeks. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong. The lady wants her man. It's her man. But the wrong teaching will not teach you that. Why? Why? Because they denied the message of the hour. Where the prophet would actually tell, tells them when the marriage is marriage and when the marriage is not a marriage. Then I took him to Matthew chapter 1. That before they were together, she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. And the angel of the Lord tells Joseph when he, when, when he wants to put her away privily. That see that you do it not to take away Mary thy wife. Because that which is born of her is the child of the Holy Ghost. Mary is faithful to you. God has borrowed the womb. Praise the Lord. God just borrowed the womb. You will find a version. Then I begin to explain to him that this lady is your wife. You can relax when you come to you can relax. Many times when I came to visit my wife, I wanted to kiss her many times. She was the one who was, who was stopping me. <laughs> See, my brother, you must have the lady like her. That will say, hey, my brother, it's not time yet. I was ready to taste. So if you find the one that cannot stop you, you're in trouble. Because you will never enjoy the victory. Every achievement you have, you will never enjoy its victory. At least I have found a lady in the wait. I didn't find a lady in the street. I found her in the wait.
I just still remember that day. I still remember it perfectly. I actually said, hey man, <laughs> I wish <laughs> this can happen. There's nothing wrong for me to wish. It is not last that I wish to kiss her. It's my wife. She's my thing. I have a, I had a ring on. It's just that I thought that time is going slow. But if I wanted to kiss somebody outside, then therefore that's a problem. But I shouldn't kiss her anyhow. It, but, but there's nothing wrong if I want to kiss her. But I shouldn't kiss her. Uh, you, I wish we had me well, my brother. Mm, I'm talking to him. Nobody knows what I'm saying, my brother. Don't worry. Amen. Before you know, must be careful. Is the devil who loves you. Because if you love her, you will respect her, you will honor her. You would have wanted to come out here glorious. Amen. It's over. Ask them. It's over. Now it's over. Amen. You can wait. Self-control, you can wait. But the devil can put you under a spell to think, oh hell, you are the most bad person ever in the earth. You'd not do anything outside, but you just love her. You, you, you just think about these things about her only. No, that's nothing wrong. Why would I think, why would it be wrong to think about my wife in any kind of way that I want to think about her? Nothing wrong. But the devil can make you feel so bad. They have a lot of laws that they have, they're having that actually switches you off. So that man rules you. That's why when you tell them your wrongs, amen, it's bullets against you. If you want to correct them or you want to go, when you realize that they are wrong, you ask yourself, if I go, what are they going to say? You remember everything you ever told that pastor. There are a lot of people that went out of this church. They, they told me big things. I don't know them big things. I don't care about their big things. They were telling the Lord and not me. Amen. I'm not here to carry them. I'm here to help them to be delivered from the soul of a guilty conscience. God must break that, oh my, that guilt. He must break it off. The word of the Lord is the waters of separation. Give me that in the book of Ephesians, my brother. The Lord Jesus Christ wants to wash her church Amen. and cleanse it by the washing of the water by the word. That is, the, the type of bed is the waters of separation in the Old Testament. I'm getting that sense. Amen. You can stand your feet. There is so many things I can quote you here, saints, to try to show you how terrible 
a wrong teaching, a spell can do. And they even know how to preach, uh, what do you call it, offering, and make you feel bad. Until some of y'all are giving out your wedding rings to these people because of guilt. So that you can be freed from guilt. Some of y'all are selling your own properties. You are selling your own, you don't have couches. A lady just came, this car is not yours lady, the husband bought you. And you go and give it to the pastor. You decide alone to give it to the pastor. It's the bank car. This car belongs to the bank, it's still, it's still paid, you know. The pastor has already more than 10 cars. You, you are going to give him the car, the only car at home. What is wrong with you? There is nothing wrong if you want to do that. But you must understand, are you doing it because God is delivering it to you? Or is it the spirit of guilt that say give? Many offerings comes out of guilt, yeah. not out of a free spirit that gives from the heart. You get what I'm saying? There is so many things that you do them just because of guilt. Think of it, when I have wronged my wife and, and, and the guilt is here and I'm trying to, to, to please her, I'm trying to do everything because guilt, guilt is upon me. You, you understand how boring it is that thing that I'm trying to do to her. It's terrible that I'm, what I'm doing, is terrible. Because I'm not doing it from my heart. Guilt, guilt is upholding me, is controlling me. You can't serve the Lord. When you are under a guilt spirit, you can't serve the Lord. And you can live under it because somebody taught you wrong. Freedom, Lord. Freedom from the spirit. Freedom, Lord. Break the curse, Lord Jesus. Today, let every backbone of this guilt curse be broken. Let your people be free today. It does not matter what they did. Let them see Jesus today. If you can confess to somebody, do it, brother. Do it, sister. Break the spirit of guilt. Be free. Be free for once in your life. Walk the street being free and see how the Holy Spirit is able now to express himself through you. And realize all this uh, 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 sphere, the frequency that you are actually working on, you will be free of it. Because now you are under that frequency because, oh my, can you imagine? You have to cover yourself because you are afraid they will bewitch you. Come up here. It's guilt. Because you know you are not true to God. Why don't you just come clean? Come clean today. Let me just read one quote here, please. While we're standing, just one, just one quote. Let me just read this one. Released from guilt, paragraph 35. Pardon, the message pardon, 63, 10, 28. 
Release from guilt is what we wish to place on this. A pardon from God is a release from guilt. Are you hearing that sense? Not the turning away by a psychological doctrine of some sort that might in some way give you a little feeling that you have done what's right. By joining church or taking up some creed. But it's a release from your guilt. By the power of Calvary. Something has released you. There is no more guilt. The Bible says, I believe, in Romans chapter 5 verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation. Romans chapter 8 verse 1, right? There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now, a man, when he is released from sin, man or a woman, there is no more desire in their heart to walk after the things of the world. He is freely pardoned and becomes a new creature in Christ Jesus. And his affection are set on the things that are above, where Christ sits at, sits at the right hand of God. I want you to understand is the relocation. If you understand, I'm still talking about this message, but then I'm trying to show you this portion. Because when I call people to come up here, guilt is holding back. So they remain in the sphere of demonic forces where they have to cast demons now and then. Oh, people, what kind of teachers ought we to be in this end time? To teach the church to be in the condition immune. either brother sister throw shake it away that guilt come up either and let Christ save your soul listen to what he's saying amen that's where you're supposed to be he's freely released he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to have some priest to tell him or some minister to tell him are you hearing that? Amen. Oh man. He knows in himself that he is pardoned because he has accepted it upon the grounds that God sent it to him. Through Jesus Christ, what a feeling it is to be free from sin. What a feeling it is, saints. Paragraph 45, redemption by judgment. By the 19th chapter, it made a waters of separation that if any man had done wrong or anything, this ashes of this heifer was placed upon him and he was separated from his guilt. If he was unclean, then this was a water of separation. Saints, if he was unclean, this water 
When they done it, this person knows that I am okay. Think of it, it was something that was on the outside. It was not something that is done by the Holy Spirit, which is literal. Do you understand what the Holy Spirit is doing? It's literal. That one was just a shadow. In the name of Lord. The waters of separation. The word has that ability, saints. That's why we preach you that way two hours and so forth. To free you from guilt. To separate you from uncleanness. You can't be here and still feel guilt. Be oppressed. Depressed by guilt. It's time to be free, sister brother. Listen to what he says. He was separated from his guilt. If he was unclean, then this was the waters of separation. As a memorial through all their generations to know that this heifer is selected heifer. A special heifer. And the blood stood between him and the church. And at the ashes of it made a separation between him and his guilt. Oh my! When you see that and place it on Jesus Christ, <laughs> how that when we do guilt, listen to that, how that we do guilt, we look at the separation. He who stood at the judgment there and his blood was dipped from his body and sprinkled across the earth between that and God's holy tabernacle, that every believer coming into his presence, breaking through the veil of the flesh, putting away the things of the world, knows that the blood makes an atonement, the waters of separation, to free you from the spell of guilt. Do we receive our freedom, saints? Amen. Do we receive our pardon? Amen. A pardon is a pardon when it is accepted as a pardon. If the Lord gives you a pardon, take it. Many people, they don't take it. Here is the pardon. The weight, the waters of suffering is their pardon. But they don't want to accept it as their pardon. Papa, I will be a prophet. I will be prophet. All the titles that he has, they say, oh, the titles of that man, they are powerful. His titles are, they mean nothing. It is still the weight that will separate you. God bless you, saints. Can we raise our hands and receive it today? Father, we receive our pardon today. We receive our freedom, Lord. We shake off the guilt and we surrender to you. Would you please take us, Lord? Oh, Lord, cleanse us, Lord. Again, the word of truth, the word of separation to separate us from all our guilt. Lose all the guilt stain. Oh, the blood of Jesus. The waters of separation, the way of truth. 
is come today to free many souls from deep things that are unresolved. The hidden sins, the hidden secrets, Lord, that keeps your people from victory, that keeps your people from enjoying salvation. Lord, we speak today. Free them, Lord. May this voice be a trumpet of jubilee again, sounding them a freedom from all guilt, all sorts of guilt, all kinds of depressions that brings them into guilt. Today they know that Jesus His word will never lose power. His word still has the ability to separate them from all sorts of guilt. Lord, go to every heart that speaks and cries unto you and say, Lord, I am free. For you have set me free. There is nothing I could do to deserve it. But Lord, you did it and I accept it that it was done for me. Now I am free. Free from sin. Free from all sorts of guilt. Free by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, the book is open. The Lamb took the book. I am free. It is finished. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, free us today. Free every believer in here today. Free everyone, Lord, that is listening to this message. Help them to see that the teachings can be the very chains just because it is written in Scripture and it is interpreted wrong and perverted. It becomes a chain that would keep somebody under the spirit of guilt. A spell of Satan to bewitch your people. I pray today that Lord, these people would not be under a spell of error. And every error, Lord, shall be corrected and destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. We surrender to you, Lord. Amen. <coughs> Victory, Lord.